Just another this is guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Not discussing when to start right before clicking play. So, <laughs> hi, welcome to What Could Possibly Go Wrong. This is David Webb and Danny Phantom. And today we have J A F E T. Yes, sir. Jafet, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up, man? How's it going? Just long ass day. Just got out of work, man. Fucking. Got girls on here? Is it cool? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Barbaric. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, just here, having this lovely conversation. You yep. know, pleasure to have you guys, have you guys have me here on this podcast, and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, just maintaining, man. I feel that, I feel that. Maintaining, bro. So, um, a good place to start, I think, um, would be, I mean, let's start with the music, you know what I mean? Um, how long would you say you've been making music? I uh, probably started making music legit probably when I was like, I would say 19. So, you know, I'm 30 now, just turned 30, so it's been about 11 years where I finally like, decided to take it serious rather than just like doing it just for myself type of thing. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just being around, that's when I first started recording, around 18, 19. Yeah. And so, what, what was the first song that you record or that you remember? That you wouldn't consider. This is the first song I recorded, you know? It was trash. Name <laughs> <laughs> uh, of the song or the quality? Everything about it. <laughs> um, I don't even remember the name, but we, we were singing out with Gianno. After school, we went to Camp's house, yep. Billy J. And um, he had, like, a, a little setup of equipment. He had, like, a mattress up in his living room. Yeah. And um, we, like, wrote the verses on the spot. And it's, like, my first time. Like, I didn't even know remember I was my verse or anything. So it's, like... Mm-hmm. It was a hardball experience, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it was a, it was um a, a good learning curve, you know, like a few people that heard it were like, Alright, they could see the potential in it, you know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. that was the beginning that was just like, Alright, this is what I do. You know, I've been rapping since I was like seven. So it's like it wasn't like something I just like picked up yeah. as like a fad or uh like a regular hobby, you know, it was more just like breathing at that point, even at a young age. So I never looked at it as like or the career or a thing to do like that. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense because I just, it was just something that was just in my life, you know what I mean? Um, it wasn't until I got older and rapping in front of people that people were like, all right, you should consider this shit. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm word, saying? Word, and I was word. like, all right, maybe I should consider it because, like, it's whatever. You know what I mean? What if else am I doing? At it, what is it? If you're uh, good at it, never do it for free? And it's just something <laughs> I love, you know what I'm saying? Like, word. I'm a, I was a like, legit student of this culture and the music and just, you know, I got to see a lot of things happen as they were happening at a young age. You know what I mean? So by the time I got older, where things weren't happening as much, um, it was like more internet-based, you know what I mean? It wasn't like you had to wait or like, it was just different. It was like a whole different era. But, um, I, I experienced that whole transition, you know what I'm saying? For From it being um, a personal thing, like with people in person to like more of an online transition, digital transition. So, mm-hmm. um. You know, that, that's what really got me started. Is like people just hear me rap and being like, "Yo, alright, you should rap like, like on that level, like write music. You could you could probably do something." Um, but yeah, I don't remember the name of that song. I know we did like three songs in like two days, and I still have them. I remember you played one. Three headed monster shit. Yeah, the three headed monster. <laughs> like luckily we had Cam. You know what I mean? Because Cam was like, he directed the whole thing. Like amazing Cam. Cam right now he's living in Chicago. Um, I met him through Giano. Yeah, I know I went to school in um, middle school, but I really um, got closer to him in high school. And, um, yeah, I met Cam through him. Cam was just, like, an amazing artist, like, amazing rapper. Like, when he first freestyled for me, because, like, 
there's like um there's freestyles whatever you could, it could be a written or it could just be um improvising like you know what i mean just putting words together improvising and he was like improvised freestyle they're like i, I was mm-hmm. so the first time i heard him i was like bro you're an alien yeah, I know right. nothing about rapping, but 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 the watching the, the concept of anyone thinking about that as they're doing it is like amazing. improvising would be like cat hat, like cat in a hat, but like just like if you're really good, you, you expand the literature. Yeah, you know but, what I'm but at really high speed, that's a, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like almost like you know, yeah, BMX rider, he could tail whip like you know what I'm saying. Once he gets to that point, he could tail whip like it was like. Or on the ground. Yeah, doing anything, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's like it's like a snap of a finger for him. You know, we can't conceive it, but like when you do something for so long and like you're emerging it in the right way, it's like you're one with it, you're, right? So it's like I could wrap this whole conversation if I wanted to and make yeah. it rhyme without repeating words, really. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it, it's like I don't know how. Like I freaked myself out when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. But like I started to understand it's coming from just like just picking it up, just. It's reaching a flow state. You're not you're not slowing yourself down by thinking about it. You're just doing it. Right. Exactly. You know. Yeah. I think I was fortunate to like be able to distinguish. Um. You know, just doing it for yourself and like just like doing it for other people at a young age. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't want to necessarily rap for everybody, even though I did at a point. Eventually, I shut it off and was like, all right, I'm just gonna do this for myself. So like, I became out of tune but what other people thought of, about me rapping at a young age as well, you know what I mean? Um, so like that just helped me like even dial in even more on what the artist was really doing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? More passion. than just like making people feel good that you're good at something or you, you're interesting at something. It's like, no, now I could really like sit back and like feel this for real. Even if I don't understand the lyrics completely because I was young, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, man. You were making a lot of things fit to, to make it work. Yeah, it was just more of a feeling, you know what I mean? It was more of a feeling, like being able to identify with the feeling of the music, the, um, the expression of the voice, yeah. um, the clothes they were wearing, the environment, these videos were shot at, looked like when I stepped out my house, you know what I mean? So it was just like, it was a natural connection, you know, but um, like I said, um, I was able to like step away from it and just um, focus on the art aspect of it, you know nice. what I mean? And that's where I got the message that like pretty much in my opinion, saved my life. You know what I'm saying? Because um, it was like a, cir- I was like a circus act, a circus act, at a young age. Like I would, like going on different corners and just battle whoever rapped in the neighborhood. Yeah, but and it was horrible. We, we were all idiot kids at one point. Like none of us are were good at. I don't know. I, you know, when I started things early. I wasn't doing any of it. The, the first computer things I learned about were hacking and breaking into things. And I mean, that was partially because that's what I, the reason I wanted to. You know, I learned to get to the next step, which at that point was a locked computer. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the things I started out, the ways I started out are, are not that, I don't know, impressive or remarkable or, or noteworthy. It's right. what matters is, is how you continue from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And, um, you know, there was a lot of things that drove me away from doing it in front of people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. creating, like uh, being entertainment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, be like dance monkey, dance then. Yeah, exactly. You know like like they, 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 that drove me away from it on that aspect. But but I never lo- I lost the love for it. It never made me lose the love for it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like, all right, I'm Good. just not gonna do this in front of y'all. Like I right. had my own notebooks at a young age. I was always freestyling and rapping. Um, I would like shut off the lights and just rap in the dark. And it, and like it was like now I understand I was rapping like to my higher self. You know what I mean? Like. The God yeah. in me, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, that second voice, like that guide, you know? 
like the extra prints in the sand like that's what I was rapping to and I understood it at a young age so like that's what like just kept me in it, and that's what still keeps me in it to this day cause like now it's even more of a circus than it was when I was a kid <laughs> rapping yeah. on the block you know what yeah. I mean and that's what made me not want to do it everyone having a platform it makes it so much worse for everyone yeah and, and it's saturated now the culture you know what I'm saying like because of that because everyone like it doesn't it's not it's not like you gotta prove yourself anymore um, on certain levels, sort of like a, a gauntlet type of thing, how I was on yeah. every medium of life. Mm -hmm. And there's people on YouTube who are just as, or actually TikTok's a far better example because it's, it's based on um, sounds, like the algorithm looks for specific sounds. So mm -hmm. there are people who aren't even great at what they're doing, but they're using the sounds that TikTok is currently making go viral, so right. they're getting more attention. Yes, it doesn't yes. matter how good they are at what they're doing, they're yeah. fitting the algorithm. Yeah. Right. Yep. And people have always done that through YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a fact, you know what I mean? But um, the flip side of it is, like, a lot more talent gets the chance to be heard as well. Yeah, yeah. which is also you know. a great thing. There are people who never would have been, I don't know if discovered is the right word, but they have, you know, they have a lot of listeners now. Mm -hmm. You just got to take it with a grain of salt, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, just understand that it's, like, two sides of everything, you know what I mean? But, you know, for what, I, for what we do and the culture we live in and how, like, it wasn't something that was accepted by the masses for a long time and out of nowhere it's, like, it runs the world. As culturally, it's just kind of like it's it's um it's tough to to find a way to to fit into that um, when you understand that aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's like you know, just staying grounded was um the reason why I still make music to this day. And like I don't like I do understand that someday I will stop. I just don't know when. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, but it'll, but, that's but when you do, it'll be because you want to. Yeah, who knows? But it's gonna it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? But it's not gonna happen like. That's how I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know at this point, you know, it's just like, it's like riding a bike, you know, like I said, it's like breathing every day. It's like, it's just what I am, you know what I mean? At this point. Yeah, you just do it. And I accept it now. Where I was younger, it was like, it was like, I didn't even think of it that way. It was just, but it was, you know, now it's just like, all right, like, nah, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just like, there's no running away from it. It's like, at this point, I just, I, I got to keep building on it. You know what I mean? So. I get it. I get it. This is, you know, the identity you've chosen and you've grown into and you've continued building. Right. And it took a lot. It took, it was a battle to get to that point where we like, all right, like, yeah, this is what I do and this is who I am. Yeah. yeah. It was a battle for me um, through even high points of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, everybody tells you I'm, like, the most humble rapper you would meet. You know what I mean? MC. You know? Because, like, I look at, I'm a student of it and I, I appreciate what people do great i see the greatness and everything that's great you know what i mean i've never heard you rap but i can tell by the way you're describing it that like you, you're probably impressed objectively impressive but you're not discussing it that way you're talking about how i don't know methodical your how your brain goes about it and it's it does sound very humble it, it is just so much room for growth and um i feel i'm like a, a student of it to enjoy catalog yeah you understand what i'm saying like yeah like big point had a great first album Biggie had a great first album but it's like they don't got more than one and a half projects mm -hmm. you know what I mean so like I gotta get the nod to like rappers like Ghostface Killer they've Word. been doing it for a long it's like the catalog like you know what I mean because that's what um will uh, tell the, the, the full story of an artist yeah you know what I'm saying like I, I kind of compare it to like Picasso going through his blue period you know what I mean like that's just what it was for that period and then he transcended and left that alone mm -hmm. so that's how I'll treat that. each project Growth sonically, in, in um, conceptually, you know the the colors, you know the vibrations you get from it. 
kind of just want to create certain things and just leave them you know what i mean mm-hmm. so, i absolutely get that that's awesome yeah i try to create like cohesive pieces of art like i'll have just one beat maker produce the whole project just so like everything is cohesive to like it's like going into a different world yeah a different planet every time you know yeah yeah i love the way you're the elements of it you know so that's how i treat my art it's like i do look at it for the longevity aspect but not because of like what other people think longevity resembles you know it's it's more like as long as i'm alive it's like i'm gonna keep creating but but even even after that in theory people are going to be appreciating your art and how it makes them feel for a long time Mm -hmm. one can only hope yeah right because that's like the um that's why I'm not lost in. That's why that's the aspect yeah. that I've been explaining this whole time. You know, I, I was never necessary. connected to that because I always did it just for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even as an adult, I'm mad picky at the people I like. Let to come close enough to be in that realm of like meeting me as an artist every day because like yo, you're, you're meeting the deepest parts of my soul. It's not Thank just you for a, being here for um, this. Like I appreciate you still sharing it. <laughs> nah, for sure, man. It's um like I said, it's a, it's a battle every day for me. You know what I mean? Um, most people that, that have uh, in-depth look at the art, it's, it's for particular reasons. It's either, it's not yeah, necessarily so like, all-consuming, um, but but it's what they do. Yeah, and they get lost in it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's because it's um, it's a it's an escape from other shit, right? So yeah. it's like, but once it's like, once it's not a that escape is not a retreat anymore. It's like, all right, what are you gonna do with yourself? Well, most people just try to make more money, which is where, you know, they lose the art. Yeah. yeah. Or they just lose themselves. Yes. Never mind. Money's not even a factor on what the aspect I'm speaking on. Yeah. No, you're right. It's, you know, you know when, when you're means? making it for everyone else's approval rather than because you want to make it. Yeah. You're going to be creating something different. So it's like, it's just one of those things you got to, like, know how to reinvent yourself. And that's just like, for me, it just comes with life growth you know what I mean like I think a lot of people never reinvent themselves and that's something that's difficult for me to accept because like I do it every few years yeah yeah and it doesn't need to be anything drastic mm-hmm. you know no. what I'm saying like, it could be just changes. one little thing that makes you take different that, that'll keep you going to the next passage yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying 1, so it's like you know um, that's how, that's kind of how I treat my art and um, my life um, even when it's dark like you know so it's just like I, I just try to be like alright at least value myself. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, um, what I bring to the table for the world and my environment, like, I value it enough to be like, all right, you got to keep going. Like, just existing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, um, you know, because other than that, for me, it's just like, even like what, even like when you bring up money, like, what comes from the music is irrelevant in a sense to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, because, um, my thing is um, building community, you know what I mean? And um, even though there's like roadblocks that prevent me to build the community to my full extent, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this little, the roadblocks are, you know, they're there, but the goal's important. You know, so, you know, because like, what's the point of like succeeding if there's no community behind it? Mm. For me, like, for other people, there's mad, there's mad reason in it. Well, yeah, you know they're, they're not community focused. It's the ego, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? That 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 feeds people, but like, I feel like that's like a gas that runs out eventually. Mm. You know what I mean? And I like, just because I think that way, it's like that's why I'm at humble and I try to like just like always, <laughs> like take the L, you know, in a sense because I know like two L's are a W. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's just like, it's um. 
it's kind of like just waiting to, to see things materialize the right way for, for so you can really make an impact on people. Yeah. yeah, helping the people around you is good for everyone. Um, but if it doesn't happen, like maybe you could plant a seed in someone else that that carries that inspiration. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like that's the community aspect of it. Not only building a community around myself, <laughs> you know what I mean, but just like influencing somebody else to build their own community around the um, the spirit of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. So um, that's what it, that's what it is to be. It's a legacy thing at this point, you know. Like, you know, it's a legacy thing, and um, but what my definition of it, not what the world per, would yeah. think. You know? yeah, yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. about like leaving an estate. This is about leaving a, a, a positive change on the world. Like, you yeah. get you could get like jaded by accomplishments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So it's like, what what else are you leaving behind? You know. Mm-hmm. I don't think enough people really think about how they affect the world around them while they're there. I wish more people thought about it the way you do. Like, yeah. the world would be a so much better place if people were more community-oriented. Yeah, and it's a battle. I learned this through, like, through strife, you know what I mean? Not only through, like, being in, um, raised in a wrong community or the wrong, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily in the wrong community, but in a community that wasn't excelling for growth but it's like stumbling up on my own feet at the same time you know what i mean so it's a it's a process but the intention isn't doesn't leave you know what i'm saying like yep. the intention is what it is you know what i'm saying so yeah i think it's just for me it's just like i said it's just like every day doing one step at a time and just um just trying to make sure i'm, I'm getting better you know what i mean and all aspects my art and everything like it's getting better <laughs> you know so it just broaden my horizons. You know, I wish take chances. again. That's amazing. Most people aren't growth oriented, and mm-hmm. honestly, just being slightly growth oriented and passionate, and like you, then you actively grow as a person. Virtually every opportunity you get, right. and as you, the more you do it, the more opportunities you find, and the more opportunities you create. But yeah. there are so many people who you know just want to insist that the way they're doing it is great, and I think a lot of people just do that. I don't know, one of the things that sets you apart is you recognize that just because everyone else was doing it a certain way does not mean that you should do it that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I could step back and be like, that's not necessarily how I would want to go about it, even if it's successful or not. Yeah. 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 And that's where it's just like, all right, that's where it's like you build your boundaries and you build your your, your value. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even if other people don't see it in the, in the no, moment. No, but that's perfectly summarized. Boundaries and value are legitimately what it comes down to. You know, you, you, the more value you have, the more people who are demanding things of you. And then you have to have more boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, most people, if either they develop value to you and then they don't enforce or have boundaries around it, or they have super strong boundaries, but, like, not enough value to for the push and pull of it. Mm-hmm. You now, the boundaries there are so important, especially as you continue to build all that value. Yeah, man. Always, you always gotta stand on your square and for what you believe in. You know, yep. against all odds and see it through. Cause if you see it through for the right reasons, like everybody's gonna see it too eventually. Yeah. You know, but if if it, like if it's not for like it's just gonna fall apart quick if it's not for the right reasons. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like. And I think that's the other thing is you're, you're long-term focused. A lot of people who are, you know, self-centered about things also look at the short term. They're not, it's not just about immediate gratification. They are right. thinking, how, what, what can get me the most, the soonest? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, whereas you're saying, what can help the most people the most efficiently, the most long-term? Which is like the complete opposite of, I don't know, so it, it's, that's great. Yeah. 
because it's just like it's really a game you know what i mean like when it comes to artistry like it's, it's all like it's, that's why they call it the game because it's like this shit is literally a game like the right strategy with the right resources you know what i mean with the right moves at the right time and like it'll make it work mm-hmm. you know what i mean and now that that's become like a real like broad thing yeah, now way, everyone's you know aware I mean? of it and everyone's trying to do, everyone's yeah. trying to systematize the game. But, but at the same time, it's like, you know, you could, you could still win the game just like seeing it through, seeing the, seeing your thing, your, your lane through and being in your square. So it's like, that's also the beauty of it. So like, that's just what I try to do. And again, it's like, for me, it's like, you know, I, I don't, like you saying, like, I, I, it seems like I look things like I'm planning for the future, but it's like, I'm really not like in the sense of like looking forward to things. You're yeah, like, yeah, you're you think, but, but it's you're like in the moment. How you're it present. Present. You're yeah, present. in the present. It's you're like present. in the moment. Like, yeah. All right, damn. I know right now, like this, this, and this happened, but it's like I'm not really too focused on that because I know that I still got this on my plate, mm-hmm. okay. and I can't look forward to this because I have this on my plate. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Or when it comes to like the art and creating, like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, like there, and some things just take time to materialize. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so it's like. You know, it's about, it's like, I, like I said, it's about just pure intention. Like, I don't have to feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm doing too much. Like, I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I can, if I did way more, I'd be in a different position. But it's like, it's not my time yet to do that much. I, that's the way I, I, like, I try to balance it out. Like, for me not to, like, get frustrated with something I just love. Like, it's, you know, like a passion project. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. Um, know your limits yeah and that's important that's important because without that that's when you start to burn yourself out or you know things like you said things fall apart it's like almost like you're forcing it when it shouldn't be you know you know that everything that is there for you is is for you and it's serving you you know or or you're serving it and and um and yeah it comes back back to boundaries and values Boundaries and values, man. 100%. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I'm super patient with it because, like, I've, I've been in situations where I had no choice but to be patient. Yeah. Because if you're if you're really in the right place, right, as far as, like, your values, you know, your, your principalities and, your, and your, your energy, it's like, all right, you got to be patient. Mm-hmm. Because, like, how, how true are you to it if you're not willing to be patient? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, but if people are scared to lose that battle... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, that's why it's like everything's just like fickle. Everyone, and and nobody so wants they, to lose. Yeah. Not to interrupt but, you, but. No, it's okay. You're, you're right, though. No one wants to lose, but, but you're remembering that there's so many ways to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it depends on where you're looking to win. Yeah, exactly. Some where, things aren't obtainable. Yeah, <laughs> where, you, where your goal, where, where that's oriented and where that comes from. And um, something I was listening to earlier, too, is like, even now, like, back in the day, like, nobody nobody wants to take an L. Like, nobody wants to take an L. Like, you don't start your day thinking, like, oh, how can I take an L today? You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, bro, like, oh, I can't wait to lose. You know? Um, but it seems that nowadays, even, like, that mindset is accelerated because, you know, back in the day, it was like, if you lost a fight, you lost a fight to somebody, cool, you lost a fight, and then you know life went on but nowadays it's like you lose a fight but now that video is on camera now that video is displayed to everybody around you and now like it it's almost like 
like your your quote unquote L's are carried further nowadays, and people are afra- yeah, and people are afraid of that um, for whatever reason. Whether whether they should be or not is a whole different question. But um, I just say that to say like it seems like nowadays, um, and this comes in with especially in in rap and the the hip hop industry, which are, what it's like people are faking it to make it just because they don't want to make it seem like they failed at something or that they weren't successful or that the image that they were portraying isn't true, you know? So they'd rather keep faking it, keep, you know, pursuing things that maintain aren't... Maintain the image. Yeah, just to maintain an image. It true. Exactly. You're doing some shit that you would never... That was never built for you, that was never meant for you just because, like, you were putting on this facade for so long. I don't know if this is how it happens in the rap industry, but I, I see that all the time in, in business of people who are, are clearly just faking until they make it. But but sometimes they get really good at faking it and fake it to the right people and mm-hmm. end up making it a little bit and are then able to make it further. And the problem is then we just end up with a lot of people who are like halfway competent thinking they can do anything they set their mind to because yeah. they, they faked it hard enough. Yes, uh, yes. And like, the, I, I faking until you make it totally can work, but not if that's the only freaking thing you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're really good at faking it, then that's only going to take you so far. Yeah, you know? and so many people do, and then you know they 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 ruin it for others. <laughs> mm-hmm. They yeah. take up opportunities by people who have been working their ass off the entire time trying to succeed at what those people are pretending to do. And mm-hmm. let's make it clear for my end, like I don't know shit about the music industry. Word, right? Like, okay. like a lot of it, like. I feel like there's a little bit of everything in it to show. Like, right, if we're taking it at face value. You know what I mean? But the, the depths of it, like, I don't really know the, the depths of it because I'm not in this shit. Okay. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, I watch lot. interviews and all that and stuff, but at the same time, it's like, it's, it's, it's broad. But if we're, look, if we're looking at it face value, like, yeah, that does exist. Like, you know what I'm saying? And there's there's plenty of, of you know what I mean? Of, of you know things that show that and um people in positions they shouldn't be and now with social media you could you could see a character on you know it's not like oh you just see the music videos and the performances on tv now you see like their whole lifestyle how they carry themselves the way they talk like Mm -hmm. so like yeah you know and there's a lot of people that um you know that just look at it as that they're they're the real deal but they look at it as they understand it's a business yeah right so for me it's like i'm an artist like before i'm like let's say a, a rapper and then they're just looking to do business. Yes. Got you know, it. so there's a big separation in that yep. as well. Like, if, mm-hmm. we're, if we want to judge, like, the, the, reg, the, reg, the average person that creates art, it's like, are, are they doing it because they care about the art form and they, it's a release for them, or are they looking to make a business? Mm. And then there's people that look at it both ways. Yeah. Right? There's some that their artists are talented, they look at it as a business, they'll compromise their art so they can further their business, and there's artists that are good at the art, um, they're doing business that won't compromise the art and they bank on doing it organically. And authentically. Exactly. Which you, you take pride in. Yeah. You know, so it's like there's so many different characters in the game and the industry is so, such a broad term. Yeah. That everything exists. Like, you shouldn't take anything too serious or not, or take it take it like, too light. Yeah. Yep. You kind of just got to be on your P's and Q's like, without, yeah. without um being objective. Yeah. And being real with yourself and what, what you know? Who you are. like Exactly. Authentic, yeah. you know what I mean, at all times. That's, that's like, people all the time, as as I'm sure you, you probably get questions as well on, like, 
Just some random kids in the inbox like, hey man, I've been thinking of rapping, I've been seeing you do your thing for years, like, what's, do you have any advice for me, this and that? And the first thing I always tell any kid and any anybody that's asked me that question can vouch is, be authentic. Like, my, my little cousin from uh, Hartford, Connecticut, reached out to me, probably in the summer or like fall of last year, and um, you know, he lives, he lives a pretty rugged lifestyle, um, and I saw him taking up music and he reached out to me on a music tip. He was like, yo, cuz, I know you've been doing your music thing, this and that, like you seem to know what you're up to, like, what should I do? What do you think I should do? And and I, I just put it in a voice note, but I was talking for like five minutes, but it was just like, bro, just be you. Like, don't worry about the music or getting booked for a show or, perform like don't worry about none of that just be you let the music speak for you if somebody can hear your music and they they get a sense of who you are off of that track whether that's good bad ugly or pretty you know like just be you and that's going to carry you further as long as you're being real you're being authentic you know like you carry yourself in the same light at all times and whatever you're attracting is going to come it's going to come to you if you're being authentic about it you know and that was the one thing that i tried to hammer into him was it's like it's not about anything you know what i mean for me it's not it's not about the glitz the glam the money like the music it, it speaks for me you know if you're listening to my stuff you're listening to me you're listening to what i'm putting into the world you know what i mean and that energy, having that authenticity, is going to take you so much further in the long run in whatever you choose to do. Never mind rap, but just in life. And that's what it always circles back to. It's like, think of rap like outside of it. Like, think of it as art. Think of it on a grand scale. Like, just don't fake the funk. Just be you, man. Be you. And I promise you're going to meet somebody who respects you and loves you for who you are. And if that, you know, that's to me is that's ultimate. No, that's a fact. I agree, and um, yeah, and, and it kind of depends on what you want to accomplish with it. And that's that's this follow up. That's that, and you whenever they hit you, in it for you know what exactly. I mean? Pri primarily, I think that's one of the keys: is knowing what you're in it for, mm -hmm. and then once you know what you're in it for, you can decide if you're just gonna treat it as a business or you're just gonna you're gonna be a true artist and be you, like Danny said. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like know what you're doing it know, know why you're doing it exactly and then that, that'll help you maneuver however you want to maneuver and, and get to where your goal is whether it's true artistry or it's making money however yeah or entertainment yeah yeah people need to have a serious conversation with themselves though it's like yeah. figuring out where where they're going who they want to be what they want to make but 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 the why is really mm -hmm. powerful there yeah that's that's a follow-up question that I, as soon as like when I get that question in my inbox, that's what I ask is what what are you looking for? What do you expect? Like, what are you expecting from this thing? Mm. Like, are you expecting uh, money? Ching, ching, yeah, ching. money. Exactly. Mm. And if that's the case, then by all means, bro, go on TikTok, do every challenge, every duet you can do. Go like hop on the newest, hottest beat, like whatever's going to make you money you know what i mean and even respect like even even expecting respect or acknowledgement is like a lot to ask for in this shit mm -hmm. i'm know? in a facebook group for uh polyamorous advice and it's they talk about the concept of uh they call it their triforce of communication t1 t2 t3 mm -hmm. t1 is essentially i'm uh, i'm just sharing t2 is i'm looking for uh <clears throat> i'm looking for uh, an, an encouragement uh and t3 is i want advice 
and no one really thinks about this. Everyone just is like T1-ing all over the place or T3-ing when they think it's T1 and then upset when they get feedback and advice. Mm. And people need to really actually think about this when they're, when they're coming for... Because like what, what people are looking for half the time is encouragement, right. yeah. but they don't know how to ask for that. Or they're looking for advice, but they're really just saying, you know, I think I'm going to be great at this, right? And, and yeah. just never... It, People need to have a lot, have the conversation with themselves, really. Yeah, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. So like, and for me, like, like early on, I already had a sense of self when it came to the art. Yeah. You know, just because like it was a battle zone within like my own family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would be ridiculed for liking certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, certain artists. I w- um, I was um, pretty much tested to to like mature at a young age to even understand what was really going on mm-hmm. you know what I mean so like I couldn't even relate to kids my age as yeah. a kid you know what I'm saying so it's like it was weird you know what I'm saying it yeah, was a weird I get it. place to be because my mind was just like not in elementary school <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the, the, like in second grade the, the computer teacher and computer class was like yo like this is what you listen to like she she looked at me like I was the devil <laughs> yeah, like she, how has she knew? Like, yo, this kid's gonna, he's done for. You know, it's what horrible I mean? to receive that level of discouragement. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like when you're listening to like Mob Deep and Big Pun in second grade, it's like, if you don't, I know you're not too aware of like what it is, but like, I mean, they're, they're bashing skulls, killing people, <laughs> being people. You know what I'm but saying? That, so yeah, it sounds like, like things that would upset a second grade teacher. Yeah, yeah she was just like, it's just, but it's just the, the feel of the music more than anything. I think is what like really like got her like. I get that. I've listened to some songs that I, I, the lyrics never really did much for me, but the <clears throat> they're like the the tunes are bouncy and essentially make my brain flow more easily when I listen to them and I use it for walking. Yeah. And I, I, I so I get it. You know, it could be eerie the opposite way. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, yeah. Probably, like, she probably was just like, whoa, like this is a curse. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's Spooky. not my fault that she, classical is the extent of her taste. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But that put me in a, in a different position. Like I, I went um, I'm, I'm an artist. Like that's something that I suppress like um as far as like a, a passion project but I'm, I'm gonna get into it especially as i get older um but i got on the art school i got a scholarship for art school good and like i just dropped it like three weeks in just asked one of the kids like yo you know who dmx is and he looked at me like i was an alien and in that moment it hit me like look around bro like there's not one kid from the project in here all these kids come from decent families that are doing good you know and what I'm saying? They're not going to, despite the fact that they're going to spend their entire lives demanding and insisting and hoping and trying for their art to be appreciated, they're going to ignore and dismiss and disrespect your art. But they don't it's know. That. I mean, the kids too. Like I shouldn't yeah. even know who DMX is. Word. Like I, I'm like I'm talking about. This is like third grade, second grade. Yeah. Like seven, eight years old. Like. Okay. How many kids even know what they're talking about that age? Never mind what, what they're into or listening to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or who an artist is, or who. Yeah, like I know lyrics. I know like. You know, I'm over here rapping Eminem's um, Forgot About J-Verse in second grade yeah. full speed. Yeah. And what do you say to somebody you hate? You really want to bring trouble with your weight? Like, what? Like, bro, like, how do you know this shit word for word? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's just like, I don't know, it just, it, and I wish I had, see, like, the other problem was I didn't have, like, people that, um, guardians that were really accountable for me in the right way. Mm. Yeah. They were accountable when they had to play warden. Or a disciplinary, but not like um, guidance, education, love, support. You know, mm-hmm. like where it really matters. Like you know what I mean. Right. So um, 
a lot of opportunities like like nobody like I was I shouldn't have been allowed to to leave a, a big scholarship like that at a young age. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you didn't know what you Because they didn't even understand why, they didn't even ask why. It was like, Oh, you don't wanna do it? Okay. That's that one last thing we gotta worry about. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like that's the mentality, you know what I mean? So Yeah. Where whereas, you know, someone would have said, Well, let's think about this, maybe we can still get through it. Right. Because it's a it's a expensive program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We wouldn't be able ever to afford this. Like Yeah. Who knows? Like this kid, this if if a kid right got cops going to his house like every other day, got psychiatrists, get, got kicked out, expelled from the school in first grade, always suspended, right? But the kid finishes all his work first, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and it's right. But yeah. they, they have nothing else for him to do, so they want to paint him a demon. You know what I'm saying? So I like, absolutely do whatever you're saying. And then to be a parent and have to like constantly have to take accountability for that yeah without even and then it becomes like oh he's just bad something's wrong with him instead of looking at like yo but he's doing like he's it's he was a bilingual he went but he was bilingual for half a year and learned english that's mm-hmm. amazing you understand what i'm saying like there, there's something else to it you know what i'm saying but like again it's like on just immaturity um just like generational curses type of thing you know what i'm saying now that i'm i understand like as an adult you know so yeah and I, that one that, that happened throughout my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like I I could have got college education, prep schools, like you know what I'm saying. Like how many kids go to prep school? Mm-hmm. Right, you could, but it's... I had uh, scholarships to prom, private schools and middle school. Like so, it's like constantly throughout my life I had an opportunity that was just um overshadowed because I was too wild at that age. You yeah. know, I'm just living right, but also I didn't have people around me that even had experience or understanding of what America is. Yeah. Right. I'm like first generation when it comes to kids, so it's yeah. like, yeah. Who who knows programs and school systems and yeah the monopoly of this shit. Yeah, yeah. Facts. Because if you did, your kids are your number one investment. Yep. <laughs> I uh, I have a ironically contrasting situation. Um, my mom's a child psychologist. So, in answer to your question of who knows, my so, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, I grew up in the I grew up in Shrewsbury. Uh, in the Shrewsbury school system and got kicked out of second grade Uh, and because uh, my mom advocated for me properly because she knew the system and was within it etc I ended up in various programs that the the Shrewsbury school system was paying for Mm -hmm. and it's just such I don't know it's did you feel you deserved that type of um, reaction look like I I didn't deserve so much of what I got like right, like right. That's on the so many levels. Yeah, that's the so, yeah. That's the problem no. because you're just a child. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, but people um don't want to take accountability. That's where I, I come to understand. For one, people yeah. don't even know that they're mature because they have they are adults and have children and responsibilities and things they take care of after. So it's like, yo, I'm taking care of you. So how can anything be in question? Yeah. Right, and especially like that's how it is. In, like. Hispanic communities or like you know what I mean mm-hmm. indigenous people community people that, that live in America that, that aren't really from America and are oppressed in America like you know what I mean that's like the mentality the parents have because like we're already they already, they already don't have control over anything else yeah you know what I mean so it's like alright I'm gonna make sure I have control of you because I'm putting I got food in my roof over your head like if you don't like it when you're 18, you out regardless yes. of your situation. But that's a fascinating part about the the community aspect of it is you know to some level or another you grew up uh, 
caring about others because you had to. Right. A lot of the problematic people in the world are my demographic. Because we grew up being taken care of and not having to give a shit about others. In, mm. in, in other words, if we were brought up, taught, you know, a lot more compassion, the world would be a lot better place. Yeah. <laughs> and the world showed me compassion. Yeah. So, like, that's what helped me, like, not be bitter like a lot of people that were in my situation. Mm. I, like, I, I'm sorry, I need to correct what I just said. The, the solution to our problem is not fucking more compassion, obviously. We need to learn our like learn a fuck ton. Sorry. I, mm. I, no, that that could have been really horrible at a, at, like... No, but I understand what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I understand <laughs> what you said, though, but I say that to say that, like, I got a, like, um, I've received a lot of compassion from my environment. Yeah. Right, because they understood and seen it, like, um, I had a friend and um, I didn't have keys to uh, uh, the house until I was like I don't think I don't think ever when it comes to living under my mom's mm-hmm. I never had keys to the house until I got, I moved out when I was 18 that's when I got my first apartment my first keys and we had an apartment when we were 16 my brothers had an apartment so I, but they like she just they just um, not just she but like you know there wasn't there wasn't a lot of like um, support. Fi- yeah, support or trust or, you know what I mean, or, or communication or any connection, really, like... And that screws so, you up for life to some level um, or another. For example, like, I say, like, I say that to say, like, um, I, I didn't have a key when I was a kid. Like, I'm talking about, like, elementary school, obviously, and there was, like, snowstorms, like, blizzards and say, You know how the snow in the 90s and the early 2000s way crazier Different. than it Different. is Different. now? Yeah. And I would be outside in these storms from, like, 2 o'clock to, like, 4.30. You know what I mean? With nowhere, like, nowhere to... Yeah. To, to be shelter I'll, I'll be like behind my screen door you know what I mean so like my my friend from across the street eventually got he wasn't even my friend he just even went to my school he just got tired of seeing me there he's like yo come in mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying so yeah. like that to me that was like God blessing me cause I, I there was a couple times I peed myself cause I had nowhere to go you know what I'm saying there was no after school programs for me the ones I did have I was, I was they kicked me out of <laughs> you know what I'm saying so it's like you know, um, the compassion, the compassion the world showed me. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, like there's good people out there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like, you know, um, yeah. There, there's no, there was no reason to get bitter over it. And kind of that's what, like you said, you kind of like that's got that's how I, I did in my community. I wasn't the only kid like that. Yeah. There was mad yeah. kids in the community that that were like that. You know, their the parents like. Not that my dad, my mom didn't care per se, but she just had her own shit going on that. And how mad other kids and responsibilities, yeah, no, you know, it's, so it's hard to dial in. You know I, what that's I mean? something I've realized as they've gotten older is the way people treat you is almost never about you. It's more about them. 100%. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's difficult to, to rationalize and accept that with people, with like your parents. But when you, you think about it and think about the things they did, quote unquote, like wrong, you, you recognize they, they were... I don't know. They 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 have their own faults. Right. You know that they, they, yeah. they have their own things they're dealing with, and exactly. you know they never tried to traumatize us. Is is kind of yeah, you know. exactly. And 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 that's where I'm at with it. It's like on that understanding, like like I said, it's like generational curses. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not their fault per se, but they they kind of like never evolved from that soon enough to make a difference on me <laughs> in the right way. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. make an impact on me in the right way. It's it's a really really vicious cycle because you know like at, at what point uh, yeah, I don't know it's they, they never had the someone to say hey you really should learn how to be parents because that wasn't around for them and right exactly it, it's terrible and it's yeah. like that everywhere you go you know it's not just like you know I ain't giving a sob story either like I'm well aware there's people with worse situations and 
people with better ones like it's irrelevant you know what i'm saying so it's kind of like just trying to like maneuver through it like there's like very little things about it that still bother me yeah there's probably like one or two things that still bother me but they're like those these are things that are like so deep that it's just like what can you do you know what i mean at this point because like yeah those are the worst the ones that they're that they they exist and there's literally nothing that can be they, they happen they they're horrible yeah, and I come from tragedy, so it's like, you know, as um, as I as I became older, like the even even though like let's say tragedies happened like ten years ago, you know what I'm saying? But like for some reason, like ten years later, it's like you understand it more, so it hurts that much more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like the more you ascend and the more you understand and grow, it's like you really start to comprehend how fucking fucked up shit really was. You know what I mean? And um, but that first step has to be a desire for accountability. Like, but like there's things that happen that, you, that 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 person might not might not have been in control of, either, mm. and maybe they were. Who's to say? Yeah. But there's things that that you might not have a full grasp on that just happens in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I've kind of accepted these days that everyone my age has some kind of trauma, uh, to some extent or another, and you you, you need to be. I don't, I, I don't know, it's about boundaries, but you need to be compassionate of the fact that everyone else is, I don't know, everyone else has been going through a struggle at some level or another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's tough, it's tough, you know, because, like, like how I look at it, right, it's like, as someone, like, if I, if I consider your family or, like, like, the day I have children, it's like, there's nothing above that. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, at what point do you be like, it's not even about how I feel anymore? Mm-hmm. And like I guess like um I'm blessed to be in this position position to even think like that yeah because I I just turned thirty and I don't have children and I went through thirty years of trauma yeah you know what I mean so it's like for me it's like I've always had it in my head for a while and I was like yo the day you have children like that's it like you're dead mm. you know what do you mean like just me as um like I don't want I'm never gonna like I don't want to think of myself like as of importance in a sense. Like I feel like my priorities, my outlook, everything's just gonna shift. To mm-hmm. taking care of a child. To just caring, like just yeah. being there. Yep. Good. And and I'm not to say that's not to say I'm gonna drop everything. No, okay. no, but like the background of it, it's like, yo, I will if I have to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not mm-hmm. going to cause like, I still love myself and I, I have to feel things and I have to be an example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I wanna go out tonight but I can't find a babysitter. Let me just leave the kid with anybody just so I can go out. Mm. Yeah. You know, your priorities shift. I and think. That, yeah, that's something I could speak to for sure, for sure, is, um, you know, like, just being a parent, being a parent at a young age, you know, having my first son at 18, 19, and going through those immature stages um, because I was still so privileged, you know, having, being able to live in my parents' house still with a kid, and then not only that, but having them as a support system for the kid while I'm still navigating my childhood, because I'm still a child, you know, I didn't, I had no grasp on reality at that point. I just knew that I was a young father. And so like handling that and navigating through that was a bumpy ass road. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I tarnished the relationship that i had with his mom i i i put a lot of things um on a pedestal in my life and it took a toll on me and on my soul 
And um, it wasn't until, you know, some of my darkest days when I'm by myself, when I finally moved out, that it hit me like, yo, like, you're like, there's more to what you're doing here. You know what I mean? Like, you have a whole nother life that you should be responsible for. It doesn't like having a kid doesn't mean. And, and there's a lot of people in Worcester who are in life that will think like this. It doesn't mean that, you know, your your shit is over and that right. now you have to, like, this is your priority. So a lot of people don't even think like that. And it's crazy to me. But I had to come to that realization that it was like, okay, yeah, you feel depressed today. That's cool. But kid still needs lunch for school. Kid still needs to get to school on time. Kid still needs to be encouraged. He still needs to be asked about his day. He still he still needs his dad at the end of the day, right. you know. So, being a being a father at a young age, I wasn't really able to grasp that until, you know, I started seeing how my my faults were affecting my child, and um, yeah. That's a part of it, and that that fear for me is what honestly kept me from having children yeah. to this point. You know what I'm saying? Because I know there's like there's no fallback. Yeah. Cause I didn't even get support on the simplest things growing up. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I was just looked at like a motherfucking, you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know at this point. You know what I'm saying? But you know that it's that's real, real shit. You know, a lot of people have children when they're not ready. You know, um, you know, and and I think that's that was like where I come from. You know, yeah. like like yeah, you you it was tough for you when you were about 21. Yeah, still living with your parents, right? My mom had three boys and a handicapped daughter by the age of twenty-one, and to get that disabled girl help, she moved to a whole different country alone. Crazy, right? So it's like that's why it's like I understand, like just I got love and there's forgiveness, and you know what I mean. I, I'm I'm overstanding, but it's just like it's like there's still time to make up. Yeah, and then and the opportunities never taken. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least when it comes to my bridge, you know what I mean? And maybe that is because maybe they think I'm well off, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you're really close to me, you would know that every day is a battle because of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I would be well off at that point. No one <laughs> really knows what people are going on, what go, is going on within people's heads. Yeah, I feel like when, when, it's, your, when, it's, when, it, when it's your children, you kind of, it's like, it's your duty to be there all the time, bro. Like, and maybe that's just me speaking to, <laughs> out of drama, but, like, that's how I'm going to be, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, because I feel like it's a sensitive it's a sensitive life. It's a sensitive um, universe. You know what I mean? Like, every little bit matters more than we could ever imagine. It, it, it makes a difference for the rest of their life. You know, and it's, it's, yeah. they're going to face enough battles to try to make something of themselves in the real world. Period, yeah. You so why can't home be a safe haven? Facts, a sanctuary. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's like, but if you ain't, if you ain't grounded within yourself, how can you even create a safe haven? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think that's an important point. Is you know the the foundation that people need to create a family is something that a lot of people in society are lacking because it hasn't been provided for them because something they've never had or never seen firsthand. Yeah, uh, and, and I don't know. It, it, people don't. Uh, it's it's virtually impossible to create something you've never witnessed or had you know experienced firsthand and that leaves a really dangerous difficult complicated cycle you know yeah so like you know that's more a little bit of my background and shit and um 
you know, it, that's what helped me, like, kind of have this, this balanced, balanced, like, humble outlook on everything when I know I'm a beast. Yeah. It's like I put the beast to sleep for a long time, but I know he's in there, but nobody else does at this point. You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like I let him sleep because it's like, if my life's not on the line, there's no need to walk around this earth feeling, like, ego-driven or um, pow- walk around feeling powerful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see the um, the prize in it, the long-term prize in it. You know, but that energy needs to be channeled into the right things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I I, uh, I think if we're ready to close this out, I have a, I have a poem um, that uh, I, I got uh, cross-stitched for myself as a uh, vasectomy gift five years ago. Um, but... <laughs> It's, you don't have to take the advice at the end, but it feels very relevant. Uh, this Be the Verse by Philip Larkin. They fuck you up, your mom and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. But they were fucked up in their turn by fools in old-style hats and coats who half the time were stoppy stern and half at one another's throats. Man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. Get out as early as you can and don't have any kids yourself. Hmm. Uh, obviously, still, you know, you can have kids yourself, but uh, it uh, it deepens like a uh, man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. It just continues. Like like it doesn't just continue. Obviously, it can be stopped, but but if it isn't actively, if if someone, if no one says what you have said of I need to be different, um, then it doesn't stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm just in a weird position now because like. Like uh, this might sound weird, but like I always knew that my I always knew what my destiny, my purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and it was never like to accomplish anything that other people could see necessarily, but like just to be a great father. Yeah. Right. But like I'm reaching that age where it's like, bro, you gotta you gotta start <laughs> heading toward that direction, or yep, your destiny is never gonna be fully. You know, but it's like I can't, I, I I don't even want to look at it like that, even though I yeah, I, I, I know that that was my purpose because it's like. Who am I to say, like, well, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. I might never have a child in my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's a, it's a tough, it's a weird place to be, to maneuver through. You know what I mean? Knowing that, like, you are the greatest father that possibly never happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I don't care about just music shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, you know, but it's what people... I'm like amused to the community, you know what I mean? So it's just like... Yeah, well, it's your inspirational, it sounds like. Yeah, but muses are just museums that get looked at when they need entertainment or inspiration, you understand what I'm saying? Mm. No one really cares about the, the museum like that. You know what I mean? Once you go once and see the pieces, it's like, why would you want to come back? Because of what you described earlier. You're always growing and changing and evolving. I don't know, man. Because <laughs> don't be bumping like that Cause, unless they got a special. Because you might have a different exhibit next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's how that's how that's how it feels, bro. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So it's just like. Yeah, most people are only in it for what what can be given to them. Um, so, yeah. What do you really care me? for? It. I don't care. I don't care for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care for it. So it's just like, it's it's a lot deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I hope that. You know, I'm able to show that, um, just even if it's if it's not through a child, it's through it is through my art. Yeah, it's just deeper yeah. than the art itself. Like, 
And I think the people that understand that are the ones that, like, get something from it. Yeah, and if, if people don't understand or appreciate it, it doesn't matter. It wasn't for them. Yeah, yeah well, that's shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Half of my shit I don't even want to put out because I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it's for a lot of reasons. It's not just because I don't enjoy the the, the idea of the art, but it's like for me it's like the execution of it. Yeah. Like okay. I, I have crazy act. I had to teach myself how to rap all over again at 21. So like imagine like finding out like you just got an NBA contract, right, at 21 years old, and then like the next day you like break your leg. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's like now you got a rehab and shit, but you might not even be the same player again. Yeah, ever. You know what I mean? So it's like you worried you peaked. Hell no! I mean, hell, <laughs> just double check. Not, not, not that I peaked because, but what I'm saying is that it's um the execution of it. Like I don't think I peaked because music is not about necessarily like it's not about that technical. It's about a feeling. Mm. You know how many artists you can't even understand their lyrics and <laughs> motherfuckers is going because it's the feeling right so yeah but but for me i'm talking about like for me i'm a, i'm a fucking uh a, a, a more than a student i'm a savant I, I like i know this shit just as much as anybody that knows this shit for using real. your picasso example earlier if picasso broke his hand his hand healed and his style was different going forward his work would still be beautiful pieces of art right but but he knows at the end of the day that like yo my, my gym didn't then, then, like my wrist didn't jam like a break like that. I could rotate like this and get a smoother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? So like, it. it's not about the world. Like when it comes to my shit. Yeah. But 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 going through that is what allows me like to stay humble too. Yeah. Because because I was in that hospital bed for three weeks. Like the other day, they was like, "You're lucky you survived." Type shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like to, and then to have people be like, "Oh, you're not gonna rap again." That was like. Yeah, stabbing the heart. It's like y'all, like I almost broke my neck. Like <laughs> you, this is what I do, but now the, your surroundings is like y'all, like it's over for you before you even started. Yeah, it's terrifying. So you gotta understand, like the the spiritual battle, the physical battle, like the battles are all at once. Yeah. Never mind, like having to work two jobs to survive because you don't have that safe haven. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like my battles, like, and I'm gonna put this in the music. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just doing a bunch of miscellaneous shit before I like do my life projects. You yeah, know, like, yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do my life project and then what? Yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, I'm fuck y'all. Like, know it all. You know, but um, yeah, like that battle is like it's crazy, and that battle is maybe why I'm, I'm, I don't know, maybe why I'm so like just like comfortable in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um. Which is a bad and good thing, you know? Yep. But, you know, it's like, so you get tired of fighting. Mm-hmm. You get tired of always wanting more, and you just serve the and shitty play. And then running play. into that. You serve the shitty play every time. You want more, and, and you know what I mean? You're doing your best to get more. It's just like, um, just like at some point, you got to be satisfied. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not satisfied. Good. But um. Well, I mean, not good, but but you're continue. Yeah, continue. I'm not satisfied because I know there's so much more, um, to prove, not for my ego, but for other people to understand that this shit pays off. Yeah. Being, being genuine can be good. Pays off. Like yes. you understand what I'm saying? So it's more about that for me, because the successful me shit is I don't have no one to share it with. Mm. You know what I mean? Like genuine people to share it, but it's like it don't mean shit to me. 
I still I still don't feel accomplished and I should. Yeah. Oh, because I, of that, you know? I don't know if I'm ever gonna feel like I've done enough and I've done so much. But I'm, I'm talking about for my run for what I'm doing, bro, like No, I know, but like, what I'm trying like, to say is like, like accomplished I, is a, like, I know, but for me it's like my accomplishment like for example, this is why I could say that. Because like I grew up like right in this like Great Book Valley, right? And it's like brick building, bright brick little house, right? And I grew up watching superheroes on TV, like, save my life. Superheroes, right? Like, gods. Like, on TV, like, I live in a project, bro. And then to be on the same platform with these people, working with some same people, working with these people, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, that's it. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like yo, you're a superhero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Right? For me, because that, that, that was the inspiration. Granted, my brother wanted the money that wanted me to make the money they're making. Yeah. But they, I'm not doing it for you. You don't even understand why I'm doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You just see yeah, that, that I, I'm good. Like, Word. So, like, imagine coming up with, with that. With like, everybody, like, yeah, like, yo, you the, yeah, the one. You're this, the ticket. This is the way to go. Like, whether it's basketball or rapping, like, yeah. that shit man, uncomfortable when you don't have the right support or system or team behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everyone encouraging you and pushing you to do more, but no one really understands how to go about it or how to really encourage you. Yeah. No, they're I got it. They're they're pushing you. They're just city, projecting yeah. what 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 they want for you for them. Yes. yes. So like, exactly even to this right. day, these people be like, oh, I hope you get what you want. I hope what what you want from it. Like, you're completely out of tune with me. Right. God, this is it. <laughs> yeah. So how? You, so you you're not even fully like happy. For, you you can't be happy for me because there's nothing in it for you to be like, yeah, you, you did it. We we did it. You know. What yeah. I mean? We're proud. Yeah. And that's how it feels like. That's why it's like mad surreal and jaded. It's like. Very few moments that I got to share that with somebody. Mm-hmm. Those moments, you know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what but I'm saying? It so and it's like for me, it's like, bro, this is it. Yeah. So I'm like completely out of tune with everything. Yeah. And and like, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird place to be. You know what I mean? Because I don't want it if it doesn't come with that. Because that's all I care about. Again, and that I mean, shit might come from trauma, from, from drama. You know what I mean? It's like I don't necessarily know how to um, feel good about this shit. You know what I'm saying? I I refer to it as defining enough because like, but but I I think I get what you're saying. I really struggle to like, you know, none of my accomplishments are sufficient. No matter what I do, I'm always going to want to do more. I have I don't know. I, I mean, but that's not the angle for me though. My angle is that my accomplishments aren't sufficient. No, like I said, they're it to me. Mm-hmm. Wait, like, so 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 in other words, you're done. You have nothing more. No, no, it's not. It's not even about me per se. It's not about how I feel about the shit I'm doing. It's how I want to be perceived by people around me that are supposed to understand the journey. Mm. So it's like you know everything, but why don't you understand a journey enough to like? give that the love that it well, deserves because no one truly understands the journey like, but that's not true because it, like so just, I, just I, from sitting here with you 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 like c- kind of grasp it I, I, I so would, never mind people that have been through that or sat with me for years mm. for a lifetime but most people aren't listening Man, it's not about listening it's about experience bro so like oh, <laughs> I'm talking okay. about people that sat with me through the journey bro mm-hmm. okay shed the tears the laughs the bloods the sweat you understand what I'm saying like it's not like I'm talking about a fan. I'm talking about people that are in your life mm-hmm. that are supposed to be the ones that get something from it if you do get anything else other than a, a pat on the back. Yeah. 
people who uh, like like if I'm like if I make a, a million dollars off of this, like if you whip me in that journey, like yo, that million dollars is just yours. It is mine, right? Because that's how it's supposed to be. Mm. Okay, but that's not the world we live in. So if, if people aren't like what I'm saying is like people should feel like that without the million dollars about their people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Our society should take so care like of each for other me like that's where it's like it's a it's a hindrance. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like I always been like got it. So any form of success you reach is it doesn't matter if I don't get to like really fill it with other people because mm. like like yeah like I could acknowledge it but it's just it's, it's just like so what, bro? You know what I mean? Like like not that I don't I don't I don't get to feel it like feel good about myself but it's not like the um, the cap for me. You're you're not getting the the result you want, which is a, a better world for everyone. Right, right. Because if you get to acknowledge how how much of an accomplishment it is for that journey, and you really ruin for someone, like mm-hmm. that shit should inspire you a tenfold. Yes. Yeah. There's no way that you should feel like it's irrelevant or make you feel less of yourself. Mm. Right. There's no way that should be if yeah. they're your people or they're right. really supporting you. Facts. So like that's what it, like you know what I mean. That's why I was like, yo, I grew up rapping in front of like I, I like from like twenty to I was like from nineteen to twenty five. I grew up just like rapping in front of people like like I was just out there like y'all was gonna go out there and just make a name for myself. And like a lot of times I was rapping in front of people that were other rappers and shit. It's like they were seeing. It's like they saw a ghost. Mm-hmm. Every single person in the city gave me that face, bro. How am I supposed to build that community like that? Word. If I'm, but that it just made me not shift my focus from like getting other artists to fuck with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it's like you see that. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm not saying that's like every rapper. Some people show love. You know what I mean? The people that ground and show love, but a lot of them like it's like I see a ghost. You know what I mean? When you say see a ghost, what it's you- like it's like you sucked all the air out of their life. Oh, it's like so- a pale like. So like they saw a ghost. Like oh shit! Like this shit is spooky. You know what I'm saying? Like this shit is spooky for me because. I, th- I wanted to be somewhere and thought I was something like this, but look at this exists. Oh, yeah. got it. So they recognize that you're what they wish they could. I'm not gonna say and, that. And I'm not gonna trying. say. I'm not gonna say that. All I'm saying is like the the the, the, the I didn't so, say I'm not trying either because I was like I said I was trying to make a name for myself. Like, you know what I mean? But like I say that to say that like it's like it's like that's not, it's, it's like wired in society where people don't necessarily want to see other people thrive bro yeah everyone especially if they're doing the same thing like yes you know what i mean and, and making things a competition when it's when it's not even that yo bro like you know how many dreams i've had of people that i love winning and i'm just there and i'm <laughs> i fucking feel like i won bro yeah and how many situations like it's like i know it's just weird man it's weird and then people always like yo why are you a fucking why you don't like going out? I, yeah. Like I, every time there's an event, and I battle because I don't want to be around mad people that I don't need to be around. Yeah. yeah. But it's like I'm supposed to be an artist, a public figure. Like you know what I mean? It's just a, it's a weird place to be me. Be me. I guess this is like that should be. This is weird being Jafet. That's the name of the podcast. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? Being yeah. Jafet. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. But it's a beautiful place, even when it's dark and grimy. The beautiful like struggle, that. man. The beautiful struggle. You know. It's like the the roses that grew in the fucking spooky house. <laughs> the spooky house. Thunder and cats and shit. Fucking black cats. <laughs> black cats and brujas. No, but yeah, man. I know I, I, I could sit here and talk all day, man. 
I think but this has been this great. I think we've gotten to know a lot about <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you, a, a lot about who makes you are and what drives you and sure. your passions. Yeah. Yeah, my passion is just to fucking feel good and love and be at peace. Yeah. That's my real passion. That's Therefore, what I really have a passion for, you know. I, I think uh, it, you, you bring a, a great perspective to the table. We've talked about uh, how everyone wants a piece of the pie and everyone's treating it like... But 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 you're... I don't know. We, 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 we are it. the pie. Yeah. Well, well, but, but we, we <laughs> talked about the, the concept of there wasn't a limited amount of apples or pie supplies. We could make any. You want to make... You, you don't want to sell pies. You don't even want to make pies. You want everyone to fucking have pies and figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. And that's... Make your own pie. Have some of my pie. Fuck it. There's enough pie for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I look at it. Exactly. Like, I can have $60 in my pocket for the week and we go out to eat and you don't got it. I'm buying you shit and I'm going to figure this shit out later. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you that I only, that's all I have. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If it's irrelevant. Yeah. The point is that we got to eat and, and share that experience. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's not a lot of people like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, that but there is some, man. There's, a, there's good people out there. You know what I mean? But you got, um, I learned that you just got to, like, grow to just, like, be everything for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that's, like, the next level of freedom, mm-hmm. at least for me. You know what I mean? So. Transcending, yeah. I like that. Okay. Any any last minute plugs? Anything you wanna? Yeah, I got a project um dropping, and uh, I got like two projects dropping in like two or three months. Um, one with Dr. G, one produced by one of your favorite local producer MCs, which I'm not gonna give it up yet. <laughs> but it's just gonna be official. Um, and after that, I'm gonna work on a magnum opus with a legend. So that's a, that's what's next musically, since that's what we mostly talked about, and um. Yeah, man. Holla. J-F-E-T-M-U-Z-I-C on all platforms. Bandcamp, Jafet Music, 23 at Bandcamp. You know, buy the project. If not, holla at me. I'll give it to you for free. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me, man. Yes, sir.